Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I only pay attention to about 60% of what I say. How do you think you're faring? Yeah, uh, not great. Um, fuck, I missed an opportunity to make a Chris Farron joke. Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A injured version of the Touchline Media Group because we occasionally uh, need defenders and uh, don't really have any of those. Uh, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. I'm here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka Stump. Um, this episode is brought to you by uh, the Smith Workforce Management Group for all of your business law needs, as well as... Um, most recently, uh, you know, it's whoever Blue Air decides to put in, but last week uh, we were talking about bank fraud and therefore it was sponsored by Wells Fargo. I'm not making that up. That is a thing that has happened on this podcast. We are joined today by our esteemed panel of soccer slash football experts. Um, we have the one, the only Kevin from the boondocks and, 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 uh, fields wilds wilds <laughs> of uh somewhere in the colorado rockies and of course we have the adult in the room the progenitor of the halfspaces.com the imputed legitimacy of this podcast ben how you doing i'm very well, doing very like, well thank you you're doing some like weird like word of the day calendar and you're just like putting <laughs> them all into like may 10th uh I mean, look, like how you go about your advent calendars that you got on December 1st is up to you. Uh, I'm the okay. only Jew on this podcast right now. And, but and, <laughs> and, and Kevin, congrats on the new child, but more importantly, yeah. on an actual Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yep, the, the, yep. The Twitter account is live uh, from, from Kevin. So 
we uh, we have an actual stated goal on this podcast, um, which we don't always. Usually we sort of ramble without a point until somebody says something inflammatory and then we leave. Um, we do have a little bit of a structure today, which is that we um, are done with qualifying. We're before the Nations League and the Gold Cup and the U20 World Cup qualifying and all that other fun stuff that's going to happen over the summer. Uh, so we're in like sort of a lull where we can talk about where we've been, where we're going, and we are using the ever-present, often used uh, 23 tickets framework. But before we do that, uh, Kevin, it is my understanding that you have some things that you would like to get off your chest. So Brother Kevin, preach, testify. Just like the monkey off the back of of Major League Soccer for for finally breaking through and winning a CCL championship. Um, It... The recent, st- I mean, it's not as probable. It's kind of like if you look at the University of Michigan versus Michigan State football record. If you do like the all-time record, it looks like, you know, it's they've been getting absolutely buried. But if you do it since like World War II, it's more of like a 50-50 kind of like proposition of like wins, losses or closer to it. Recent performances against the Mexican clubs have given an idea that there's not parody, but we're getting closer and you should have a breakthrough at some point. Whereas if you look at like the all time, they're like, Oh, they're like, you know, they've won like 10 out of like 60 legs against them. Um, but it was great to see Seattle finally break through. I know it was against Pumas and that's a, a valid discount of an opponent compared to Tigress or someone, but yeah, oh, yeah, it's a win. It's a win. Uh, I'm already looking forward to next year. Yeah. Do you know who, do you know who doesn't care how you get to the banner? Um, the banner, like Michigan had to beat Loyola Chicago to get to a, an NCAA tournament final. Nobody really remembers that. They remember that they were in the final. Right. Um, yeah. like, so, you know, you don't, there, there are no extra points for beating Duke. Sister Jean is still alive, by the way, I think. Yeah. That's oh. wild. Well, good for her. So that's, is, so is, good. uh, Jim, Jim Rome, which I found out today as well, because of the, the how is he still over. getting paid? Holy cow. Yes. $30 million. Dollars. Hey, uh, Jim Rome. I didn't like him 20 years ago when he was relevant. So Jim Rome, I think I'm going to use an analogy here that I think makes sense. Jim Rome is the NCIS of sports people yeah. because somebody is watching him. I don't know anybody <laughs> who's watching him, but somebody is. Like somebody the has Bill, to be watching The Bill Mayer. Bill, Bill Mayer as well. Yeah. Mar. Yeah. Bill, Bill Mar. Somebody watches him. Everybody's parents is watching NCIS, by the way. <laughs> right. Everybody's parents. Right. And I guess... Um... Technically, it's my grandparents. <laughs> uh, but so, can't confirm. I've stayed there for a weekend. <laughs> I, I, I guess, like, like my, my, my grandparents... Um, my, my grandfather watches... Like, the only time he, he turns on the TV, it's for sports or uh, Turner Classic movies. So it's either sports or movies from 1946. And that is it. There's nothing, nothing in between. Uh, so, which I actually, I really appreciate because like, he just like avoids all modern discourse. It's just like, I'm going to watch sports without the announcers on, or I'm going to watch Casablanca. And you know what? He's a happy man, more or less. <laughs> that Eisenhower. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm not sure if he would have voted for Eisenhower. I'll, I'll ask. I'll, I will, I will come back to the pod with reports of my father's voting or my grandfather's voting record uh, in the 1950s. Um, his likely answer <laughs> is I, I didn't vote because who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do have, we do have a, a structure today. 
Um, and that is the, the 23 tickets to Qatar. So um, this is something that I've, I've found to be like a very easy structure, but it also provides like a good understanding of what we're doing. So um, I'm going to, because this is a professional podcast and we plan things out ahead, I'm going to put a pan, I'm going to put a, uh, a vote to the panel right now. And we're going to make a decision based on that. Um, there have been rumors that FIFA is not doing 23. They're doing 26. Um, we do not know that we we're basing that somewhat on what UEFA did for the euros. Um, obviously the gold cup was, was an expanded ish roster. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to go up or down. I'm going to go around the, uh, around the panel, 23 or 26. There's three of you. I don't care. So Kevin, 23 or 26. 26. Cause I can't make a decision. All right. I, ben, want, I want more players. Ben, 23, 26. Well, I actually was sitting down to like prepare for this podcast, embarrassingly enough. So I just decided to. No, it's kind of my thing. Um, so I was like, oh, let's sit down and actually try to make a roster. So I, I made it on Twitter because why not? Um, 23 is pretty tight. It's fairly easy to come up with 23. Uh, looking at it, there's only three spots to argue about. So in the spirit of arguing, I think we should probably do 26. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's 26. Greg, you don't get a vote because that's how democracy works. Um, I was going to vote 23 because every time we say we're going to do something quickly, it turns into two parts. <laughs> like living in California, your vote doesn't matter. That's true. <laughs> that's true. My vote does not matter. Um, ever, in fact, uh, which is great because it means I don't have to go to polling places. And they can <laughs> have to vote. Yeah, Let me tell you, living in a living in a swing state is the worst. You know how many calls and commercials there are? <laughs> I, oh my I, gosh. I get a lot of mayoral uh, ads. Um, Rick Caruso lives in my computer. Every single YouTube video I watch is Rick Caruso, um, who's running for mayor. Um, I know nothing of his platform, only that there uh, people say that he's uh, he's really tough on, I don't remember if it was tough on crime or he's fighting back against corrupt i don't remember it doesn't matter um i know a guy named steve caruso he's nice he's pro freedom he's pro freedom uh he remembers 9-11 i know a guy named alex caruso he, uh, he likes puppies and the beatles yeah. yeah caruso caruso was a store so i think we've got the gamut of caruso um robinson caruso I, 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 you say caruso and enough, enough times and it, it's like spoon it begins to lose its meaning <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Caruso. Caruso. Um, okay. So well, oh right. We should probably uh, acknowledge the fact that um that leads are almost certainly gonna get relegated and it's gonna be one of those horrendous mm. things that happens for Americans in England. Uh and the it's athletic really the, his fault. No, but the athletic put out an article today about how like he was trying to inspire the team using Gandhi, Mother Teresa, and Muhammad Ali. And I like I was I saw that and I was like this is not good for the brand, my man. <laughs> like, mm. Do you know do you know who you should be using to inspire them? Um, soccer players, football any players, yeah, any yeah. Premier League player. <laughs> Although it I, did, need to... I, I was gonna say like it it did inspire like an image of Gandhi like you know playing like attacking midfielder like you know like how how is he going to you know progress the ball forward? Um, which I, I you know I I don't know where he would play you know. I mean, really, if you want to uh, fire up any Englishman or anybody in an English Premier League, you know, Winston Churchill's right there. That kind of feels like the layup. 
I, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of discourse about Winston Churchill right now that that is not positive. <laughs> He's one of those guys who like he was like really, really great um, at the time. And then like history remembers all the other stuff he did prior to World War Two, uh, in which he, uh, you know, did some stuff that certain people don't like. Anyways, so we are going to start. We're, we're going we're gonna to go around, um, and this is what we're going to do, because I think that for a lot of these, there, there's going to be a pretty quick consensus about what we want and also what Burhalter wants. Um, so what we're going to do, I think, in, in order to make this a little more uh, interesting, is we're going to set forth the Burhalter standard and then the what we want. And where those two differ, we have to we have to come sort come up with some sort of reason why we are right and Greg is wrong. So, for example, so really, you just want to you just want to argue about John Brooks for half an hour, right? I mean, I assume so. Like, isn't that what we're <laughs> going to do? Is like, isn't that what this is? Like, all right, I actually I have a question. <laughs> okay. um, so, I'm just looking at the 23 I put together. I came up with 17 that I would think are are locks. Is is that about the number? I mean, so we're basically are we're basically talking about six or nine. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even do that on purpose. Six or nine. Don't uh, lie to us. Those are the be- <laughs> you could have done nine or six the second time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but see, like that's the thing is that like what we can do is how about this? How about this? Is that we'll 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 we have our locked in, okay? So for the locked in folks, we can have arguments about starters versus not. But for the for the people who are not locked in, then we can have those fringe sort of arguments. So right. Um, well, how about how about I give you the list of what I think are locks? Okay. And then we kind of argue around the edges because that's where the okay. Obviously, I, like jump. That's in where the here. content comes from, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we need conflict. We can't all agree on everything. Yeah. First uh, take. Right. So. All right, stop me if anybody I say is a lock you don't think is a lock. All right, okay. so we got Turner and Stefan. I don't, I don't think that that's a lock. I don't think Stefan's a lock. I don't think he should be, but I think he is. I think okay. he is. All right, all right, fine, I, fine. Okay, all right. I, I don't know how Burhalter doesn't bring him. Uh, I mean, because so, if you don't bring, if you don't bring Stefan, then you're talking Turner, Horvath, and Slonina. Stephen, Stephen Fry. 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 Dude. All right. If, it was, if, it, if this was my World Cup, it would be Turner, Stephen Fry, and Gaga, but I'm an idiot and I don't know how to manage a national team. Uh, Bruce Arena called him in, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, okay. So, so, okay. Yes. Stephen, right. Stephen and Turner are locked. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Dest, Yedlin, Jedi. Do we think that Yedlin is a lock over Cannon? If we're doing 23, if it's 26, I think Yedlin is an absolute stone cold lock. If we're doing 23, right. I think, I think that there is a idea where Canning can deputize in the, in the middle. So maybe he has that sort of versatility usage. Right. How much center back has he been playing for Boa Vista? Mostly. Has it mostly? Yeah. He's mostly been playing as the, the right side. Yeah, you're right center center, back center, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, and the thing is, if you're if you're on if you're at a if you got a 23 man roster, it's pretty tight. You need guys yeah. who are you need guys who are versatile. I feel like if you go to 26, then you can bring an extra center back, an extra midfielder, and you've right. got have all these like extra options. Yeah. So so I'll I'll quibble with Yedlin, but but Je- okay. Dustin Jedi are locks. 
Okay, so it's Dest Yedlin, or sorry, Dest Jedi, and then either Yedlin or Canon, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so those, all right. Uh, then we got, so here we go, Zimmerman and Richards. Yeah. And that's it at center back, right? You? Yeah, I don't think anyone else is a lock. <laughs> right? Is anybody else alive? Well, Long's injury is minor, right? I think I saw some. Yeah, about that. it's like a they think it's like tightness in his calf. Everyone was thinking Achilles because that's just been going around. But I saw on Twitter, <laughs> calf I mean, going was... around been more contagious than COVID lately. <laughs> well, well I mean, Guzan and Robinson go down like you know seven days apart on turf. People get frustrated by that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I agree. Zim, Zim and, and and Richards are, are locks. I would actually lean towards calling Long a lock in Burhalter's eyes because I feel like Miles and Long are kind of the same player. Yeah. So one of the two of them is going to be there, I would think. But I don't know. I still don't feel like he should be a lock, but I, I don't know. He's we close can, to it. Yeah, we can argue about him. Like he he can be in the in the in the in the discussion. Greg might like the redemption story too. He does. He does love a good narrative. All right, that brings us to midfield, where I think we got five locks. Adams, Acosta, McKenney, Musa, De La Torre. Yeah, I think, I think De La Torre has done enough that he's... Okay. To play himself in, yeah. Right. So, and really, in looking at it, I think Acosta is the backup six and a backup eight. Yeah. So And I, a backup right back. I mean, if you, like, really had to do something yeah. weird, he, he's the Swiss Army knife where on a tight on a 23 man roster, it's just really nice to have a guy that can play like four and a half spots for you. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he can play, he can play five positions of our 10 outfield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So the wing, I feel like it's just chalk. You got Pulisic, Reyna, Wea, Aronson. So I I'm, I'm going to quibble about Aronson because I, I think that there is a universe in which Aronson goes to Leeds, doesn't play. And then it's Morris or Areola. Yeah, I mean, there's a universe where Pulisic doesn't gets buried on the bench at Chelsea too. Yeah, well, Pulisic yeah, but, is coming. Like, I, he, yeah, he could, he he's coming. Play. Yeah, yeah, he could. But like, I think if Aronson doesn't play for for four months, I, I think that he could be left off. Like Wea, uh, he was. Oh, I was I was gonna say like Wea Wea is minutes proof. Like he plays, he doesn't play, it doesn't matter. He's so good for the for the national team that he's he's on the bus. So who's gonna pass Aronson then? Are you gonna say take Ariola over him? I think I think that if if Ariel if Aronson is not playing, I think Ariola does a lot of the same things. I mean, I would say at a, at a worse level, but I think he does a lot of the same things where you can say, well, he's in form, blah blah blah. I think Aronson he was so productive in qualifying for us, and it was in that time when so many people were hurt. And he's like a high effort guy. Like he 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 plays like your system. I don't know. I find it hard to believe, even if he's kind of buried at Leeds. If he's healthy, he doesn't get a call. Maybe I'm wrong. He'd be like a half lock. Well, uh, yeah. He made if Leeds gets relegated, he ain't going there. Well, true. Um, and and I, you know what? I'll put him as I'll I'll put him as like a he's 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 not a lock, but the door is closed and and the key is in, <laughs> right? Like you got to turn the key, but like. The key's there. And then, and then striker, I, I unfortunately think it's two locks, but it should work. Well, it's Ferreira and who? You think Pappy's a lock? I do. Huh. I, I do think Pappy's a lock. I think what that's. If, I, I would love to see like Haji Wright just as like a total, like, 
like it was a couple of months ago and people were like oh like there's like some like someone off the wall that like worked their way into the pool like it happens every world cup cycle i'm like like how'd you write off the off imagine him like off the top rope like out of nowhere and he scores like way too that's way too kipster that's way like scores like three goals in like group play yeah he won that gold he won the golden boot for liga um amekis and then got taken without even having qualified. Right. Yeah, like qualifying he something. didn't play in yeah. qualifying, went went on a tear in the in the well, spring, and then we're just like, all right, well, I guess he's our star nine. Ferrer is an absolute lock because the dude yeah. is on fire right now and has looked great doing it. He's he's justifying his new DP contract, and people are talking like he maybe Augsburg got a they bought the wrong striker. They right? bought Pepe for twenty mil. Maybe Ferrer is the guy who's worth ten mil plus. Yeah. I mean, he's so smooth. He's just a he's just a blast to watch play. And he yeah. plays he plays exactly like Burhalter wants, which mm-hmm. like like it's it's very rare you get a guy like at a, at a spot like that where for us where it's like there is no good answer. He he's yeah. the most informed, and he also plays exactly the way that that Berhalter wants. Well, um, Malik Tell- Malik Tillman is supposedly alleged rumored yeah. to be coming. So yeah. so we'll see. I mean, we'll see what that. if what if he scores a couple goals? I mean, that striker is so unsettled. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, does Tillman get any run with like? With, no. I mean, because he's like Bayern too. He's playing in like the the third he's, division. He's, he's gonna go. He's on like mode. a kid. Yeah. I mean, who would who would bring who would bring a Bayern player who's not playing to the World Cup? <laughs> That's <Again>. insane. <laughs> How, has that ever happened? Again. That, somehow that's like the that's like an American brand now. It's what we do. It's what we do. Taylor Booth cannot wait. Actually, he's on the move. But anyways, um, yeah. so okay, so I, I think that we have our locks. So let's let's go back to um, let's go back to keeper. Let's 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 uh, let's argue about Gaga for a second, um, and then and then move on because this is sort of the, like the least interesting part of this whole thing. So like Turner, okay. I think I th- I think if Turner does not have frostbite. Um, he's, he's our keeper, especially after what, what happened in qualifying. Um, I think, I think that Berhalter's comfortable with him. I think that neither he nor Stefan are going to play all that much. I mean, they're going to get a whole bunch of run in the league's cup against Luton town. And aside from that, Mm. you know, it is what it is, right? Turner's not unseating Ramsdale and Stefan's not, um, unseating Ederson, Ederson, Ederson. (laughs) I've been yeah. corrected on this. I'm just gonna stay out of it. <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, wait. Didn't we look this up one time? And it was Ederson. Yeah, um, I think it is. Yeah, Ederson. Um, and all right, um, I'm, unless, I, I try to make it a policy of. Oh, go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say, unless uh, Stefan like 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 uh, moves back to the crew, like I, I think that that it's just neither of them are just gonna play that much. Yeah. So I try to make it a policy to not have an opinion when I don't know anything. And I'm going to go ahead and break that little personal rule. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give me the fire. Is, is Slonina actually good? Oh, like, I have, I have watched. All right. So I, this is why I'm going to put this out there. I've watched like a game and a half of the fire and they're awful. Yeah. And like, they just, they don't score. They don't give up a ton of chances. Like he just didn't do like, I feel like he gets clean sheets without really doing much. I, I mean, Again, I've watched like a game and a half, so this is not a good sample size. But like, I feel like his hype is he started he started for a long time and he's seventeen, so he must be Donnarumma or whatever. Oh, block. Yeah, yeah, I, that that I think is part of the hype. Yeah, they're they're not like a, they're not a good team, but 
they also seem like a team that should be shipping a ton of goals because they're generally not a good team. And the fact that they're not, there's all right, there's no one else in their defense that would be like, oh, player X is is keeping the ball out of the back. Man, it's got to be. I think the assumption or the, the working assumption would be that he's doing a good job organizing the back and keeping things, uh, you know, the way they're supposed to be, which for a 17 year old um, is pretty, pretty impressive. So my, my thing with Slonina is that I think, I think a lot of what's gone on with him is that he, he has like sort of like the reputation for being good and there's no evidence to support that he's not good. Right. So it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's a weird thing with keepers. I, I think keeper is like an impossible position to judge because if you had asked me two years ago, who's, you know, the best keeper in the world, I probably like David De Gea would have been in the argument. Um, and then very quickly he was not. And it's just like, did he get that much worse? Or did we all think he was a lot better than he was? Is Jan Oblak good? Or is Diego Simeone creating a situation where he looks like it's, it's hard, right? Like we know Kaylor Navas, um, is good. We know that he is good because we've seen him in multiple contexts be really freaking good for a really long time. But mm. is Gaga Slonino a, a generational keeper? Probably not. But is he better than Zach Steffen and Sean Johnson and Stefan Fry and you know whoever else? I I don't know. Probably, maybe. But my thing I mean, with him, Chelsea, Chelsea was supposedly was going to buy him before the whole Abramovich thing hit the fan. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure their scouts have forgotten more soccer than I'll ever know. But on the other hand, they just buy a million people and <laughs> hope one of them comes through. So, I don't yeah, know. Matt Miazga is still on loan somewhere. Right? So, like, so it's mixed discord, right? <laughs> <laughs> City that day. That's the weirdest thing that ever happened. I think he's playing wait, wait. in Cyprus. Just for the record. Uh, yeah, Arsenal bought Trusty, didn't they? Yep, Austin. Well, no, yeah, that was gone. an accounting thing. That was, what was that? It was an accounting thing. It was Kroenke right. owns both the Rapids and Arsenal, and it was moving. It was moving an asset across the pond in an exchange for cash to America, like accounting. Um, he didn't actually move though, right? No, still in Chicago. They loaned right. him back. Or I think. Colorado. I think in the summer though, he's going. Over. So they moved him on the spreadsheet, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he's gone in the summer window to go and train with Arsenal. And then they're, yeah, they'll probably loan him back to the front. He's a legal legal fiction right now. Yeah. I still don't know how they're like, how do is, is just, they're going to, they're going to play. They're going to bring him over for training. They're going to play that friendly in Orlando and they're going to leave him there. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to forget him. (laughs) Put him on the plane. I still don't know how, like with, with the weird, like, uh, roster rules and salary cap stuff that we have here how there isn't just some owner that just for as like a toys like i'm gonna win mls cup and he's in, he creates like a shell <laughs> company like off seas to like hold the players he's like loaning players back for like five dollars like a year just, just to like just to do it a holding company in uh in uh let's call it uae and it's like no no, no none of these players are, are mls players they're all some, some newcastle executive is furiously taking notes right now <laughs> <laughs> um but going back to Slonina, I, I think Gaga I think the reason you bring Gaga is just because he's 17 right like if he is that guy if he is that dude then you want him to be in the national team setup so that he can get that sort of cachet right like he's a national team player well, 
I mean, he's not going keeper, to play. He's not going to Your play third keeper is yeah. not going to play. So he's either right. a kid you bring along for experience, or he's like Nick Romando, who apparently is just a great dude and, I don't yeah. know, is a good DJ or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather – yeah, he, it's the it's the most uh, like innocent position. You're like you're not really taking a roster spot when you're the third goalie. Like if they were like we're bringing Tim Howard just for like morale, I'd be like fine. Like I don't cool. care. Right. right. If that's yeah. what you think the team needs, do it. I was so. the third goalkeeper on my college tennis team. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to speak. But yeah, so like so like so like if we, I, I would like to bring Slonina just because I think that. Um, you know, it's like a good experience, right? Like, like he's a kid, he gets to hang out with the team. He gets ingratiated with the team. And if Stefan and Turner in four, two years or four years are not still here, so to speak, um, you know, he's not playing his, you know, going through his first camp. He's not going through his first World Cup um, in, in 2026. Uh, so, so uh, you know, if, if, if you want to tell me that it's not Slonina, that it's Sean Johnson, my response is, okay. If if if, right. if your if your response you know if it's Tim Howard cool if it's uh you know <laughs> Jace, J, Honestly, JT Martin Tomsky great no if it's if it's Tim Howard I might actually be impressed that would be pretty cool. <laughs> like, okay and then but but so the problem is is that like you have game you have uh that game against England and all of us are just sort of in the back of our head like does he have anything in the tank <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, like, like, if, and if you go to penalties, like, are you really saying to yourself, maybe, maybe, maybe we just throw him in there? <laughs> so, like, there's, there's like a concern there about, about maybe, maybe you're undermining your keepers by having Tim Howard available. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, like, I, I don't think any of us really care if it's, you know, Sean Johnson, JT Marcinkowski, uh, you know, whoever, Slonina, great. All right. How oh, cap ties Slonina. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that, that, you're pulling away from him. That's why I, I give the tiebreaker to Gaga is just to like, he's ours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Keep your hands off, so, Poland. How about, mm-hmm. how about the said no one ever? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's usually Sorry. the other way around. Uh, it's usually like, right? your hands off. Of <laughs> no geopolitics. No <laughs> geopolitics. <laughs> Uh, all right, next pressure point. Joke. Who's who's the who's the backup? Who's the backup left back? Um, who's the backup left back? Uh, Is it the third right back? Tim Ream. <laughs> no. Uh, P- Premier League uh, left center back. Uh, Tim Ream probably. He has like 250 games for Fulham. He's like a legend. He's been a captain for years. Like it's of all of the play- like. All right, it's one thing when you have like our younger stars who come to the national team that in a they don't, it doesn't translate right away. And you're like, Oh, well, it's cause you're 20 years old and you just, you haven't figured out how to like keep that consistency with long plane rides. But Tim Ream is like a, being a person yet. Right. Like, yeah, you're, you're still, I mean, truthfully, you're very like Tim Ream is like a, an adult man and has been for a decade. And it's just bizarre to me how good and consistent he's been for Fulham for so long. And he's just been the, the, oddly not that great. For I saw, US. I saw a, a crazy stat the other day about Tim Ream. Um, which it shows his minutes um, for Fulham. And because Fulham has, has of their last four years or five years, um, three have been in the championship, two have been in the Premier League, up, down, up, down, or, you know, whatever. And <laughs> left, it's right, like, left, right, A, B, yeah. start, select. 30 lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So <laughs> your roster's expanded to 30 players. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and it's like in, in the championship, he has something like, you know, 3000 minutes a year. And in the premier league, he has like 500 a year. And it's just like very clearly, this is a four, a dude. This is the Chris Shelton of left center backs. He can break <laughs> no. in triple a and you get him to the majors and he can't, can't. Well, and I, I think his I think his problem with the national team was uh, Jurgen didn't like him, right? Didn't Arena didn't call him, and he was perfect for um, he was perfect for Greg at first, but him and Brooks played the same role essentially, and he had to and justify Brooks, not taking Brooks. So the well, and Brooks away. is Brooks is <laughs> Brooks is I think a little better at that role than Reem is, mm-hmm. and now I mean I don't I, I mean. It's still all speculation, but just from the soccer side of it, it looks like Berhalter has eliminated that role, that profile, that, you know, distributing left center back kind of guy. So now Reem doesn't have a home and neither does John Brooks. And because we are spending so much time talking about Tim Reem in a 23 tickets to Qatar episode, I'm going to take this opportunity to go to our sponsors. (laughs) I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. That is what we call a natural break. And now we can go back to players who are actually in the pool. Because if Tim right, Ring so plays Cameron, game... Cameron Carter Vickers, make it happen. <laughs> so who is the actual backup left back, by the way? Wait, Perez, oh, we're, 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 are we doing fullbacks? Okay, so, so we're going to start with oh, fullbacks. I... So, no, no, I, th- I think that that's good. So, so we'll, we'll talk about Cannon versus Yedlin in, in the following sentence. Shrug, whoever's playing better, who cares? You know... Maybe it's Yedlin. Yedlin got put on his Yedlin ass. Does good lock, he does good locker room speeches. Yep, Yedlin. I, I like Yedlin a lot because I uh, prioritize speed over everything in every facet of sport, and he was super fast eight years ago. Um, <laughs> and now he's not really. But it like, you know, and if yeah, it's Cannon. I saw, right, him, I saw him fall down yeah. defending like yeah, a week good. ago. It was not, not a great good. clip for him. It's not good. Um, but like, I like him. I hope he comes. If he doesn't, I hope it's canon. If it's not, you know, whatever. Um, but, but the left back, the backup left back has been a pressure point with this team for a while. And you can see it in the fact that uh, Jedi hasn't come off the field in what? <laughs> six games. Well, Seven games. He's been playing out of, been playing on a bum knee or something. Cause as soon as Fulham qualified, they he's like done. Shut, him shut him down. down. Yep. Yeah. Like um, him, wrap him up, get him ready for next season. Yeah. So, so I, I think that like the left center, the left back is, is, is obviously like a pressure point and your, your reasonable options are Sam Vines who is getting spot minutes in Belgium um, for a good team. You have George Bellow who's playing a ton, which is shocking to me um, for a very bad Bundesliga team. And you have Joe Scali who's not really playing anymore for a mediocre Bundesliga team so like I I don't know Scally I guess I, I like Bello because I was one of those people who was like when he was 16 decided that he was the truth and never came off of that position 
or however however old he was when he when he came on the scene. You, um, you missed one guy who I hope actually it is is uh, Paredes. Paredes. Oh right, Paredes. Because Pre- oh, apparent, apparently Duan he like, crushed it's it. Be, yeah, it's going to be Duan oh. Jones. <laughs> Go green. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Paredes. Go ahead. Apparently, Paredes crushed it at some was it the January camp or I don't know something. He was apparently amazing and then got hurt right before the game and didn't get yeah. to play. It was the December so he's camp. Made an, right? Okay, he made he's made an impression on Burhalter. So I don't know. I'm hoping maybe we get to see him this summer because he wasn't exactly playing a ton for, for Wolfsburg. Know, is he Wolfsburg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I want to take this this opportunity before we continue to tell all of our listeners who are about to get mad at us in our mentions. Jonathan Gomez is not is not coming. He's he's not coming. He's not our backup left back. Relax. We didn't forget him. He's just playing for a B squad and is seventeen. So chill. Okay. Back to Paredes and, is, and, and the other actual it, options. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how, and I think it's because of like the, the there's like a set there's like a separate championship that's running parallel to the performance of the men's national team, and it is the dual national recruiting championship. And it has created so much anxiety over players who really shouldn't be sniffing roster spots for two top 20. I I think we can comfortably probably say the U S and Mexico are top 20 teams in the world, if not top 25, these dudes should not really be looking at roster spots and people are losing their minds over Inclusions or exclusions. Yeah, I promise you, if Cade Cowell plays meaningful minutes for the U.S. men's national team <laughs> in the next five years, we're screwed. That's a <laughs> bad outcome. <laughs> I love Cade Cowell. Big fan of Cade Cowell. But people having like meltdowns on Twitter for like that, ju- it just doesn't make sense, guys. Like he wasn't okay. We're we're doing it. We're trying to expand the pool and think of debates. No one here is talking about Cade Cowell for the no. men's national team. No, and then and, and so like well, like but like like the 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 dual national panic. Like it's fun. It keeps us going during dead periods in 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 our discussions. But like if Cade Cowell goes to Mexico, I wish him the best of luck. He will not play for Mexico either. If Mexico is relying on Cade Cowell as a winger, I mean, great, cool for us. It's like with Efra Alvarez. Like if Efra Alvarez lines up against us in a Gold Cup final, cool, good. I'm happy. And with you can that. criticize you can criticize Burhalter for a lot of things, but the way he's handled dual national recruitment is not one of them. No. And honestly, right. he's kind of like these people. These these kids. Sorry, I'm old now. <laughs> these kids are not morons. You know what I mean? Like they have seen what happens to you know, the people that have been predatorily cap tied by Mexico and then never see the field again. What, so, what's what's like, that guy's name? There, there was one who was like, it, it was like the big loss of like 2019. Jonathan Go- Jonathan. No, Jonathan Gomez yeah. plays for Riados, plays for Monterey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. he doesn't actually play anymore. Yeah, anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, one thing to be clear, it's not because I don't think that Kate Cowell or Jonathan Gomez or any of these guys could end up being like really successful and good. It's just, they're still 18 like the other thing, I think this, this happened all within the context of all of a sudden we had to throw our, our entire player pool out and could only basically play players born after the mm-hmm. year 2000 for this. So everyone thinks like, Oh, they're 18 years old. Like they should be in the national team. Like that's not how most of the world works. Or not you know, how like a competition national two, team works. Right. You'll have <laughs> one or two kids that maybe like are breaking through before they're 20, but like generally speaking, that should not be the case. Do you know what's a so, good example of that? a competently run national team in say 2014, right? 
a competently run U.S. men's national team had two kids, Julian Green, DeAndre Yedlin. Those were your children. And the rest of them were 25-year-old adults or 26 or 28. Well, I don't know if it's – it's not confidence of the the organization. It's just like player pool, like – nuance where like or, or issues with the player pool that like causes like i i think if greg burhalter could call in a uh a, a team of you know polistics and reinas who are all 28 years old like he's, he's gonna take them over the 22 year old versions yeah. but the, all of these all this like recruitment and like cap tying should be and mexico's kind of in the same spot they're panicking right now too because their generation is aged out these cap tie battle should be happening four years from now for a lot of these players and instead yeah. they're, they're happening a cycle too early well, I guess and I remember point I remember at, at whatever it was 2013 whenever uh, Julian Green switched from Germany to the U.S. I remember reading an interview or something with a, a German I don't know whatever he was a pundit or scout or something and they're like oh are you guys worried that you lost Julian Green to the U.S. and they're like no but like we have a thousand people just like him you know what I mean? <laughs> right. so, like that's the point where we need to get to where it's like all right well you know play we need you need 10 jonathan gomez's you don't need one that has to hit or you're screwed mm-hmm. right uh, it's, so it's we're not there yet but like that's the place where we need to get to right and it's 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 like with with college football recruiting it's like if you only get one or two blue chip players a class those players have to hit otherwise you're dead if you get 20 and eight of them don't pan out, you still have 12, four and five stars who are ready to go. Nick Saban get, throws out like the third get, best team in the big yeah. 10 every season. Yep. Like he just churns them. They're like, Oh, no, nope, you're a junior getting the portal. Miss, Michigan state next year is going to be starting corners who washed out from at, uh, in order, Georgia, Alabama, and Florida. That's, that's who Michigan <laughs> going to be great. A team that just won a Peach Bowl and a New York Six Bowl is just is just straight up going like, all right, well, we'll take the castoffs of Georgia, Bama, and Florida, and they'll probably be fine. That's adding, yeah, that's adding the best secondary in the in the Big Ten. Um, but so 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 the the backup left back, you know, if it's if it's Paredes, awesome. If it's um, you know, if it's Serginho Des, that's not great. I really don't want to do that again where Dest is considered the backup left back and our four fullbacks are Cannon and Yedlin. Um, but right. I, if you want me to pick one right now, I think it's Bellow. Um, if you want me to think who Berhalter brings, I think it's Bellow. Um, I think Bellow is the only one who did the job in a game that mattered. And, and Bellow mm-hmm. did the job in a game that mattered. Um, right. So We're at the Ber- point where having experience is more important than being a... <laughs> being marginally better player right because because if you're asking me the difference between vines bellow paredes um jones like whatever it, it's not a big enough difference for me you know scally it's not a big enough difference for me to discount the fact that when bellow was called upon to deal with chucky lozano he did a good enough job um mm-hmm. and that that means something to me so i think that that's what berhalter will do i think that that's the right answer um but you know as with a lot of these fringe players like i'm not going to get up in arms there are players i will get up in arms about amongst these fringe players backup left back as long as he brings a left back i don't particularly care <laughs> oh shit and i didn't put that on my packing list he's done it before <laughs> so i know uh, just the phrasing of it just like oh he doesn't bring one like oh yeah. no <laughs> um so so we have we have two center backs to pick or yeah two i'm gonna say two long is probably is probably one of them um i don't think we need to spend a ton of time on that 
Um, Miles is not going to be back. There will be a lot of stories between now and then about how rehab's going great and he's in the best shape of his life. He will not be back by the World Cup. It sucks. It's awful. He was probably primed to move to to a you know maybe a big money spot, maybe get paid more. It sucks for him. We feel for him. He is not part of the World Cup discussion anymore. Um, so your backup center backs are now from people who who have played for the U.S. Men's National Team. Um, Aaron Long is, you know, like I said, uh, I think I think Cameron Carter Vickers is going to be brought to the Gold Cup. So that's one. Um, Eric Palmer Brown did play for this team. He's another one. Um, John Brooks is still in the conversation. Like he's going to get brought up until he doesn't get brought. He won't be brought, but he's going to get brought up. Um, and I mean, Palmer Brown is playing every week in League One. Yeah, so, I mean, like, and and he got and he got he got burned in for the men's national team in meaningful games. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I I'll admit because be in sports is terrible. Um, I have not watched a club game of Eric Palmer Brown's. Um, I know that he and Tyler Adams are best friends, which which is is somewhat meaningful to me uh, because I think having friends on the team is is useful. I hope Tyler is happy. I want Tyler to be happy. Um, <laughs> Like it's like when uh, Giannis got his brother on the box. Like, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> wouldn't you? J.R. Smith got his brother on the on the on the Knicks, um, and then his brother. Isn't it, uh, yeah, is it Donnarumma? Like everywhere he goes, his brother also is like part of the deal. Like he's like a keeper too, but he's not very good. I hope so. I would totally I think do that's that. a thing. I would totally do that. Um, Rather, I would hope that my brother would do that because my brother <laughs> was the athletic one, not me. So I would hope that I would get like, I would be on the 53-man NFL roster as like a backup wide receiver. Yeah, um, Paul you know, Brown just played 90 minutes against PSG on Saturday. Uh, and, the backup punter. Yeah, right. Like, uh, he oh, gave, God, he, no. Uh, he gave up a uh, penalty to Mbappe, oh. but it was Mbappe. Oh, so like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was there, right? Like he needed to be in position to give up a penalty. Like if right. I were playing center back, I would not give up a penalty to Mbappe. Not because I, I'm a good defender, because I would have been 30 yards behind him. So because <laughs> yeah, he would have cooked you. Right. He was still within touching distance. So right. that's a selling right. point. Like, like, that's like actually, he, that's actually elite. That, that he may be our best center back. If he can keep like within touching distance. Of you Mbappe. need to be in position to commit pass interference in order to commit pass interference. <laughs> right. Um, so, so that's, that's a meaningful thing. I would, my, my view on this, and I'm, I'm not an Aaron Long guy. I think that once you get hurt like that, you need to show me something. Um, and Aaron Long has come back as a slightly worse version of Aaron Long. Uh, and I, you know, I don't think that he's good enough to play the free safety miles role, um, where it's just like, you know what, you're fast enough to clean up problems and he's not a very good passer. So given well, the fact that, that I don't think Zimmerman and Richards can really play together, um, like I'm not. I think that's your pairing, man. I know it is. And I'm not, I don't love it. So like, I want, I want somebody else back there. Um, and I think, I think the, the answer I'm going to go with, um, assuming long is, is the third. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to support my, my club team here for a second until he's no longer a member of the club team, but I, I'm going to go CCV. Um, I think that, 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 you know, Chris, Chris Mueller did a really, did a service for, for CCV in the, uh, in the minds and James Sands did too, in the minds of American fans, because there were a lot of fans talking a lot of crap about how the Scottish league is basically MLS. It's basically MLS. And then Chris Mueller and James Sands go over there and it's like, 
It's not MLS. It is, it is a different beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Carter Vickers played game in game out. He played in Europa league. He played serious games with serious minutes, you know? And I, I think that he is a guy who he, he got old young, right? Like uh, I think MGO blog really likes that phraseology, right? Like it's, it's getting late early. It got late early for him um, because he was, what was he? He was at like Fulham as like a 16 year old or something. And then never he broke Tottenham. Through. He was like yeah. Tottenham's like youth captain at like yeah. 16 or 17 or something. Yeah. Um, and he just like never broke through, never broke through, never broke through. But like, he's only 23 or something, right? Like 24. 24. He's only 24, um, which for a center back oh. is still, is not, is not young. Like, like you're still super young as a center back at 24. So I'm going to go with CCB. I like him. I, I think yeah. he's the guy. Well, and this, this world cup again is weird because it's in November. Mm-hmm. So ordinarily we'd be at the end of the season and whoever's been playing well this season is your squad. But now like CCV could get a move to the premier league. And if he's a starter week in, week out the premier league, maybe he's like a no duh call up or, you know, maybe um, who's going to move. Somebody's, Oh, I don't know. Somebody was about to move and going to get baby buried. Um, I think I'm thinking pick a player. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. But like, what if, you know, what if, um, McKenney gets sold to Tottenham, you know, and fall. Oh, he's going to get never. That's a bad example. Anyway, some <laughs> random player is going to get sold and he could get buried when he was ordinarily well, Eric, would be on the fringes. Eric Palmer. Brown, like, like you could see a, <laughs> yeah, si- right. no, no, do you know what? Here's a good example is you could see a situation in which um, Chelsea has serious money issues. Miazga comes back. They're losing Rudiger and Christensen. And suddenly he's a squad player. There's one injury. And suddenly Matt Miazga is playing nineties in the premier league and playing. Okay. And can you not bring a Matt Miazga in that scenario? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so I think I think that there's there's a lot of weirdness that can happen here. Um, well, De La Torre, let's say, because he's yeah. like a lock right now. He could easily get sold to a big, you know, a big five league and then not play. And all of a sudden, is he is he there? It wouldn't mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me at all if Luca De La Torre went to like a a, a Genoa, right? And and you're like, right. and suddenly he's or 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 I mean, shoot, Mallorca, and then suddenly you know not right not that a uh, thing anymore so um it, it is super weird but at, at this moment like you got to do it when when you're in that moment and I, I i'm gonna go my pairing uh ccv long i think burhalter's pairing is going to be um long and palmer brown because i think palmer brown fits the um fits you're saying the, the two backup line. yeah the, the two backups okay and i and i think palmer brown he's comfortable with palmer brown as a a right back which i think that versatility right. argument um, so I think, I think, I think I would like CCV. I think that it's going to be Palmer Brown. So the only, sorry to jump forward a level here. The only, the only iffy spot in the midfield is like the second backup eight, right? Yeah. The fourth eight. Like I threw Busio in there when I was trying to come up with it, but yeah. like I have I, zero confidence in that. I, I think that it's going, this, this is the spot where I think it's going to be somebody who surprises us. Like uh, I, I mean, like, definitionally I can't predict that but I, I could see it being like Paxton Pomacall goes on a run you know for, for you can't for predict Dallas. a surprise all right I mean Cole Bassett gets some time at PSV or something yeah. all of a sudden oh you know Taylor Taylor Booth, Booth, Taylor Booth lights it up for Utrecht or you know yeah. Tanner Tessman gets a ton of run you know it, has uh has, yeah oh, Jordy right. Mihailovic have, has Mihailovic. called him as as a mid fielder or or as a because he plays as like a like inverted winger for montreal and he's he has been absolutely filling it up this year 
See, I think um, that's where he fits for the U.S. too, and I don't think he's gonna. Maybe he can knock out Aronson. I don't know, but I don't think he fits in as Musa so, so, or McKenney's back. Right. So here's here's the argument. The, the way that you bring a Mihailovich um, is you you actually do try the 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 geo at the eight, and then you're you're pushing Musa down in order to play Weya at the right wing spot. Um, which, to be honest, I you know we can have that argument when you know a thousand times between now and, and November, and we will. Um, but it could be that your fourth eight is Rayner, so to speak. Um, you know, which which I, I think is the best answer. I, I like our wings a lot more than I like our eights. Um, how uh, how rigid do you feel? So all right, Pulisic starts playing centrally as a ten. How different is that role versus being like an advanced dual eight? in Berhalter's system where you could start looking at him being centrally. I I think, I think it's a huge difference. I think that if you, if you watch the way that, that, um, that McKenney and Musa play, they're, they're playing so withdrawn and, and interacting with those fullbacks. I I don't know that Pulisic, I mean, shoot, Pulisic plays as a wingback. Um, but like, I don't know that that's the best use of his skill set. Right. I think the, the role that fits that best with the U S is the inverted wing positions where they play Pulisic, Reina, whatever. Yeah. So, so my, my thing with the fourth eight, um, if it's Busio, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I like Busio a lot more than, than a lot of people. I think, I think he's lost a lot of esteem, um, since he got yeah. hurt and, and didn't immediately go right back into the Venezia squad and then Venezia, you know, got relegated to hell. Um, but gorgeous jerseys regardless. Um, oh but, yeah. It's a nice swag. Just great swag. Um, but but the fourth eight, I think, is a good example of like, a, you know, when we talk about the fringes, right, this this only matters if someone gets hurt. But if someone gets hurt, the fourth eight is raining. They're not they're not going to put Gianluca Busio in a game against England. Like that's not going to happen. So if Musa gets hurt, it's it's Reina, I think I, I, like that's or, or Aronson, you know, or, or however well, you want to do it. And I, I think the instance where you would consider playing Reina as your as your eight is like we're going to dominate the ball we need somebody to pick a pass and you know create a create a chance for us looking at the group we're playing in the uh in the world cup i don't see that being a need <laughs> no no i don't either i think i think actually... guys that can cover a ton of ground you know, press people win the ball back and so it's acosta right like like if like who you're describing amongst our pool is acosta um, and right. so then, well, like I said, I think he's the backup to Adams and the backup to yeah. either Musa or. And so, know, think, unfortunately, yeah. the actual answer for who's the fourth eight is is someone who we haven't mentioned yet, but it's it's Christian Roldan, who's there for more. He's a winger, right? He's he is he. I think he's played. He's always listed as a midfielder for the for the U.S. Men's National Team. Um, I, I, I he plays as a winger for 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 the Sounders. He plays as a winger for the Men's National Team. Um, if it's 26, he's going, but yeah. if it's 23, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would, I would like this to be where, where it turns out Cole Bassett, you know, makes a huge, huge jump, you know, Lyndon Gooch or whatever, I, you know, it, it, it doesn't like matter. Ariola and Roldan are the two guys that if it's 26, they're on there. Yeah. If it's 23, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be some gnashing of teeth if they're on there. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be some problem. We're we're not going to be happy on this podcast if that's the if that's the group. Um, right. <laughs> um, but but I think I think that's the thing with the fourth eight um, or the or the second six, right? Like we, we could be we could be missing the plot here. 
And it could be that we're looking actually for a second six. And in that scenario, I want to put forth a name that I think is going to be there. He's going to be ready. Just needs the minutes. So we to Sally time, y'all. Oh my God. Noted Burberry model and concierge. I'm, I'm not, I'm not like giving up the dream. The dream is not dead. <laughs> he gave the up. The dream is, the dream is dead and buried. Sorry, you I, back to turd, Asa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I think the wingers. Dude, Obed Vargas has a better chance of making this roster <laughs> than no one That's true. Um, Aiden Morris, I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Keaton Parks. There, there are people who will carry water for Keaton Parks yeah. forever. Um, he looks smooth. Like, I it's weird. I remember when he was watching Brent him right when he came back. I know, but right when, he, <laughs> when he came back from Benfica, I'm like, who's this? Like, he's he's like a very like tall. He looks like unusually tall to be on a soccer field, especially at that position. Mm-hmm. It's like, who's this like really tall guy? He's super smooth on the ball. And like, I, he's not like incisive enough. I guess I don't know whatever the people's it's deal so- is with him. But I always thought that he had like pretty decent technique. Like, yeah, he's fun to watch. It's so yeah. weird. I remember watching like grainy, like Benfica B footage of him. And now that he's like, <laughs> I could watch him on ESPN plus. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw him in person. I, I, uh, I went to a galaxy NYCFC game and uh, it was fun because I, I like, I was with my, my brother who's noted, not soccer fan. Um, and, and I, I was like, he was like, so who's like a national team player. And I, you know, I pointed out Araujo and, and Alvarez and um, you know, Douglas Costa, whatever. And then I was like, oh, and you see that guy, that super long baby deer looking guy who's in the middle of the New York City team? He was like, yeah. I was like, he probably should be in the discussion, but uh, Greg Berhalter really, really hates him for some hey, reason. He's six foot four. Yeah, dude, dude should little... be playing shooting guard. Yeah. Like, that's, that's huge for a midfielder. Uh-huh. Like, how tall is like Kevin De Bruyne? Five eight, right? Yeah, all all good players are five. He's eight, he's five eleven. He's five eleven, and I think of, I think of De Bruyne as being like kind of like taller. I don't know, six four yeah. is massive unless you're yeah. like a, a center back or a striker goalkeeper. Um, yeah. yeah. So so I, I think like you know whoever that that sixth midfielder is right whether it's whether it's Busio, um, you know, Pomacall, Bassett, Paxton, Aronson, whatever. Um, if right. they're playing right, right, like I, I don't think that they're actually going to play because I think that if we get in trouble, it's it's Reyna, um, because I think Reyna is the one who's willing to get into a fist fight, and if Musa goes down, we might need that. Um, the wingers are who the wingers are. I, I I think that you were right about the four locks. I can quibble about Brendan Aronson all I want. Um, you know, if 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 Ariola gets picked over Aronson, there might be riots. Um, and by riots, I mean like very, very small scale gatherings of protest because soccer isn't huge in this country. It's big. There'll be like eight, eight angry nerds on Twitter. <laughs> That's a soccer riot. Yeah. yeah it's, right. gonna be, it's gonna be Kevin's there are right dozens account. of us. Dozens. Kevin's, <laughs> Kevin's Reddit account and his three weather burners all just yelling into the void. Exactly. Um, all right. So who's backing up for? Uh... So I'm, I'm, this, this is where I'm going to get my hottest take out. Okay. Is everybody ready? No. Um, I think Matthew Hoppy is going back to Schalke. And I think Matthew Hoppy is going to be the backup nine because I think he's going to go on a tear. Um, I would love it, you to be right. I, I, are, you, are you trying to manifest this or is he yes. actually going to uh, Schalke? No, 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 no. I am 100% <laughs> okay, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, speaking I, I'm into existence. I am yeah. speaking this into existence okay. on this podcast. Um, I, I, my actual answer is I actually think it's going to be um, – I actually think it's going to be to be a Haji right 
or a Jordan P. Falk, somebody who's just banging in goals. Um, because I, I think Pepe is in for a really bad 18 months. Um, I think it's really tough. And I think that they don't really have all that much faith in him um, because they noticed that when they stopped playing him, they started winning, which is like a bad look for a striker. Um, what shout a, out Josie. What a roller. I mean, so he got cap tied. He, he seemed like, you know, Pepe hype train gets his 20. I mean, I assume his contract with Augsburg is like pretty juicy. Um, and they paid 20 million for him. Which is yeah. insane. That was, right. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't over in the moment. And that was the peak. That was like, uh, you know, Bitcoin at 70,000. It seemed like it was like the right call, <laughs> but like very quickly, like $20 million dollars in this economy. He, right. He wasn't a $20 million player. And what's weird is like, if he, he, he could have been like, all right, so Ferrer got his DP deal. You could be paying another MLS team could be paying Pepe right now two and a half million dollars a year to banging goals. And like, I really wonder if that would have been just better for a psyche. And he gets a, even try to just get your move after the world cup, get another year and a half, two years of professional soccer. I mean, he's only what system. He's only what? 19. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, he's so young, young. yeah. Yeah. You, you wonder of that. You, you, you wonder sort of if that was the right move. I think if, if, if you had to make me bet right now, I, I think we're, we're, we're going Pepe Ferreira. Um, you know, and, and I wouldn't be super upset about it. Um, I really like the idea of, of bringing Sergeant or Hoppy or one of those guys who can play in multiple spots. Um, but if, if we're, if we're going to bring two pure center forwards, then I think it's Ferrer and Pepe. Um, you know, if it's Haji Wright, great, cool. Uh, if it's, you know, Jordan Pifo, great. Um, you know, I, 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 I subscribe to the, to the scuffed podcast theory on this, which is literally just put him in a half. Outside of Ferreira, who I who I do like, I, I have been convinced of. Um, like, just put him in a hat. It can be a big hat, small hat, doesn't matter. Um, you know, the difference between Pepe, Pifo, Sergeant, Hoppy, um, Wright, Zardes, I guess, is probably still part of this discussion. Um, that may just end up being the Hercules Gomez Memorial, whoever's scoring goals and yeah, it, I mean, it could be Brandon Vasquez, it could be Miguel Berry, right? Like, I don't, I don't know, Miguel um, Berry, no, but that's like, that's my point is that it's like, I, I don't know, you know, probably. it's actually weird how I did my mind didn't at all go to uh, Sergeant. That kind of surprised me there, yeah. yeah. I, I'm still holding, I'm still carrying water there, even though he hasn't played yeah. properly as a center forward in like three years. Maybe um, Pukki will leave and he'll get to actually play striker in the championship next year. And that could be great for him, right? Like, I mean, you, you could see a fact pattern, uh, uh, trademark Kevin. Um, you, could, you could see a fact <laughs> pattern where Pukki leaves. He gets, he's, he plays as a center forward. Norwich, you know, smokes the rest of the championship and he has 10 goals by, by, by you know, November 1st. And you're saying to yourself, like, can we, can we keep this guy away? And, and, you know, and then, and you have Pepe not scoring, you have Haji Wright, who got a big move to Galatasaray and isn't playing and Hoppy, you know, still buried at Mallorca and Zardes isn't, and, and you, you're, you say to yourself, like, I mean, sure, whatever, why not? Um, so like Sargent would be fine. Uh, I like Sargent. I like, I like how hard he works. I think that there are going to be games uh, against uh, the teams for the British Isles. I'm assuming it's going to be, it's going to be Wales where you're going to get that dog way. in them. He does got that dog in him. Uh, a month. Uh, yeah, June. A month. June June fifteenth. June fourteenth. Okay. Um, it, it's after it's after the Nations League. 
Um, so we we have we have four games between now and then. Right. Um, so we'll 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 obviously be co- be be covering those. But I think like it's it's important that we went through this because we just spent an hour arguing about fringe players. But I feel like a lot of our takeaway is like, eh, it's it's fine because the thing is is that I think that a lot of this is building depth. Somebody's I think Ben or, or Kevin you said like at the beginning like a lot of this is building depth. You need ten. Jonathan Gomez is not one. Um, but we don't have depth. So Jonathan Gonzalez, by the way, that's been bugging me the whole time. Who, Jonathan Gomez is the guy from from. Uh, yeah, no, the, yeah. the kid, the kid who switched from the U.S. to Mexico is it Gonzalez? One of them is Gonzalez, and one of them is Gomez. Yeah, I'm almost certain it's Jonathan Gonzalez. Plays for Monterey. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. John, John, Jonathan Gomez is the one who plays for Sociedad. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whose older brother is like Johan. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's the point is that like we don't have the depth, so so our backups are not going to win games in the World Cup. Like if if we are relying, like look, like I like Luca Del Torre a lot. Um, if Luca Del Torre is playing meaningful minutes in the World Cup, we're not going to win because he's not good enough right now. You know, maybe he's well, the only place. Nine months. The only place where we have the depth to bring in somebody off the bench, like, oh, he could do something, is wing. Yeah. Because you're bringing in Wea, Aronson, whoever. Yeah. And you are like, okay, this this guy can run at tired legs and maybe do something. But other than that, if you're taking off a starter, it's like, a, a crap, can you give us 30 minutes and not screw this up? Right. I, I think that your your three subs every game have to be two wingers and a... And, Probably forward. And... Yeah, maybe forward, or maybe you just you understand that Yunus Musa by then hopefully will have ninety minutes in him, <laughs> but he doesn't right now. You know, like he he does not have two hundred and seventy minutes in eight days. Um, so so he's probably the other guy who comes out, and you tell Wes and Tyler and Jedi and Dest yeah. and and Ferreira or whoever, and you just say like, look, like you got to roll. Like there's no there's no breaks. There's no eat well, sleep hard. Yeah, like. I mean, luckily, you know, it's going to be in a place without bars. So shout out Weston McKinney. Like, that's good for him. Even if that, they'll find other ways to stay entertained. I, I'm sure he will. Um, it's tough from, like, I wish that we were playing in England third, just because there's that outside chance that somehow you'd, like, locked up the mm-hmm. the the pool in the, in the first two games where you could do, like, a full, like, rotation. Like, I just – Unless you're going to sit players against England, like you're basically going to have to go for it every single game. I mean, not that that's that different from every other country in the world, but I'm always jealous of Brazil, Germany, Spain, who get to like win their first two games and then just rest. They get to play the backups (laughs) in the third one and then they still win most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. And we'll get there. I think, I think, I think we'll get there. Um, But not, not this year. This year it's going to be, um, Christian is going to go play 360, maybe, hopefully 360, maybe 540. Yeah, yeah, 630 mm, minutes. It's happened once. It's happened once. Uh, you know, go go play an ungodly amount of minutes and then um, return to Chelsea or wherever he is and not play again until St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I, still, I want to hear rumors that Bayern is swooping in for Christian Pulisic. That'd be great. That'd that be would awesome. be amazing because um, they've been sniffing around Americans forever. Yeah, they would love, I mean, they would love one, but they just, they, what they keep doing is they keep being like, we're going to get them at the front end when they're cheap. Yeah, right. And it's like, Justin Che is not ready to be in your first team. Yeah, and Chris Richards, I'm sorry, you're not going to play. You need to go somewhere else. Go back Hoffenheim, to Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim is nice. 
It's I, yes. I I actually don't know where it is, but um, it's in Germany. I, I'm aware of that. I don't know where in Germany. Just, it's a big country. Old. I just call consolidation. <laughs> I, I saw that Pulisic to Juventus rumor. That would be fun. Or or have Bayern swoop for Pulisic and Dest all at once. You know what? You you, I I saw a rumor. I don't know if it was a real rumor or just someone like suggesting it. I would love to see Christian at Roma because he would. Uh, he would get to play the sunny role in the Mourinho system where you don't really need to defend. You just get to go run off of your striker and score a bunch of goals. Um, on counters. I forgot Mourinho was still there. I thought he'd yep. already blown up and gotten fired. Nope. He's about to win a cup. There's still time. No, well, yeah, still they're time. about to win what the Europa Con- conference yeah. league. Yeah. He's I actually love the conference that. league. I, I didn't champions league. I mean, it's like clearly the pinnacle. There's no debating that it's like, just at an incredibly high level, but it's kind of bland. I mean, yeah, if you're Villarreal, like, but it's you're, like there's like eight teams that you'll right. ever see in a in the semifinals, like the college football a, playoff. No, no, you're on a podcast that explicitly encourages team uh, its its listeners not to watch the best games of the weekend, but watch the triple option teams, watch the Hawaii's <laughs> of the world because it's way more fun. Yeah, like like anybody like look look like there's a lot of interest in in Alabama versus Georgia. It is an interesting game, but you know what's much more interesting? Hawaii versus Nevada. Because at one a.m. Because Air, Alabama Air Force and Georgia, Georgia Tech. Yeah, like Alabama versus Georgia, you might get a mistake, maybe two. In Nevada and Hawaii, you're going to see stupidity of the highest order, <laughs> and I say that as a compliment. And so, like, yeah, like you know, it's a lot more fun than watching, you know. Although it is a lot of fun when Bayern gets a, a, a legacy team that doesn't feel great about themselves. That's always fun because they're, they have that like Ivan Drago ruthlessness about them. Um, but like outside of that, it's just like, ah, all right, great. We get to watch Man City gack it up to Real Madrid. Both of these teams. Uh, I mean, I hate Liver- I hate Real Madrid, but I'm really happy we don't have to watch Liverpool, Man City, part 78. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm right. yeah. Yeah, I want so, like another Europa like divisional league. Like take take go another <laughs> rung lower. Like I want like, all the fourth the- place finishers from the group stage. <laughs> Seriously, dude, it's fun. Who cares? I like seeing like teams. Midweek I- midweek soccer is awesome. There should be more of it. Well, right, everyone's worse. From Young home boys now. versus Arsenal. Uh, yeah. dude, no, I want to see like the winners from like the like I don't know like. The, like the Balkans cup, like there's going to be like all kinds of like, cause there's like, I don't know. The soccer goes so deep in that continent and like so many teams should get I chances mean, to win it inter like at some level, like international, intercon like international trophies. I'm, I'm just saying like, it would be awesome watching some random Lithuanian team raise yeah. a, a meaningful UEFA cup now meaningful, whatever, but like, it's fun watching like, like a, uh, you know, uh, a Toledo get super stoked on the Bahamas bowl. Like it's fun. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't cheapen so I'm, everything else. I'm assuming you're looking forward to Seattle via Real Madrid in a meaningful game. Obviously. It's going to be in the awesome. yes. World Cup. Unquestionably. Yes. Absolutely. Oh. But before that, I'm super stoked on Sounders versus whichever random team came out of Africa. Like that'll be awesome. Do I yeah. know who it is? No. Am I going to know anything about that team? Probably not, unless it's Kaiser Chiefs, because my brother went to South Africa and brought me back a t-shirt. Uh, right. That would be I mean. sweet, actually. Yeah, it'd be yeah, great. I mean, I, I, on that, all I'm looking for is win a game and don't get embarrassed against, like, I think that the way that the seeds normally break is we play, like, the combo team in what would so be, we'll like, CONCACAF second. Yeah, we'll get smoked by Palmeiras, and, and, and then and that'll be that. 
Right. Well, so that was my whole thing. Was like, just like, don't embarrass yourself. I'm like, Senora. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's right. Like, we didn't mention him tonight. We did not mention oh, him. He should really be in there for that fourth eight, maybe. Yeah, probably. He's really good at at, at uh, free kicks, apparently, according to that one clip that was going around Twitter. And he's left footed. Nobody's left footed. We do not mm-hmm. have a left footed player on our freaking team, uh, other than occasionally Jedi, uh, Jedi and uh, Sam Vines, who doesn't have a right foot. Um, that's okay. that's a conspiracy theory I subscribe to. I've watched enough of his games. I don't think that he. Uh, is ambidextrous or what? What is it? An ambi whatever. I don't think he knows how to use ambi Turner. Yeah, ambi-turner. no, it's ambi Turner. You got it. Nailed it, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ten out of ten. Um, so a uh, <laughs> special thank you to our. Uh, you know, again, I keep calling you guests as sort of as, as if you're not here every other week. Um, our soccer panel. How about that? I'm going to start using that soccer panel. Um, Kevin, uh, you can't find on the internet except for Twitter uh, at Kev underscore Kwiatkowski. Um, he got it. He got it. He is the Sam Squanch. Um, he uh, retweets stuff. Occasionally he tweets from the main account. Um, I'm encouraging him to do that more so. Uh, you can find... Kevin, it's disappointing. And- <laughs> Kevin, Suck Kevin, up. Kevin also has burners on Reddit. Um, please let us know what they are. Um, we still don't know, so please let us know. I am ha- desperate ha- to find out. I have, like, such, like strongly held and kind of like quirky beliefs on like certain soccer topics that like it'd be if you're like reading through a thread you could like very quickly pick out like oh that's like definitely like kevin's angle it's like, like, it's, 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 it's like that one guy on twitter who always brings up bobby wood on his burners and you're like you know who you are. Yeah. Uh, we're not naming names though we're not naming names um uh you can find ben at halfspaces.com you can find him on twitter at halfspaces no that's not right at bl Harold. Yeah, search half spaces on Twitter, you'll find me. Yeah. Um, so he is our uh writing component. Kevin has been talking shit about writing for halfspaces.com for a while now. Yeah, send me we something, have, Kevin. We I have mean, like, like a coffee. month. <laughs> I, I probably did like 25 minutes of research and I was like, and now I have a kid. So <laughs> and uh, so now my dreams are dead. Um <laughs> for all of your worst thoughts about parenting and parenthood, please at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. Oh, yeah, you should have waited. Uh, mm. At Mr. Uh, Mojo Resing 89, he loves all of that. Um, you can find me at Diamonds Esquire. I don't remember the last time I tweeted from at Diamonds Esquire, so because I normally am tweeting from at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, that's the, the company account. It's usually me. It's occasionally someone else. Um, we are going to get our Instagram up and running just about the time that uh, Julian Green fights his way back into the team. So if Julian Green comes back, we'll, we'll get that Instagram up and running. Um, a special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as ever whoever Blue Wire decided to put in. Um, if it's O'Reilly Auto Parts, that's great. I love their jingle. If it's uh, Dunkin' Donuts, great. We love that. Um, Miller Coors, please, please continue. Uh, Earmuffs Miller Coors, PBR, at us. We're ready. Um, also, Hard Mountain Dew. We're, we're cool with that as well. Um, oh, uh, God, and, no. Also, a, and as always. Is that a um, real thing? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Straight up a real thing. Oh, my goodness. Um, we might, we, if, if we do have a live event for the podcast, and by live event, I mean um, some of you guys come out to L.A. or we, we, we meet somewhere in the middle. Um, I'll be in Seattle in June. Great, great. Uh, we can. You're all, stupid over this. Well, I'll do that. Uh, I'll be in. I'll be in Michigan in June. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, regardless, um, we we really appreciate our listeners. Please like, subscribe, share, uh, give us positive reviews. We appreciate it. Um, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So, thank you so much, and we will see you next time.
Social Podcast Network.